This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Throughout the 13th Congressional District, the deadline to submit cards to Budzinski's office is February 9th. Cards can be dropped off or mailed to Budzinski's Champagne and Springfield offices. Find the addresses at NowDecatur.com. And find more stories, podcasts, and videos at NowDecatur.com. President Biden will go where he's been urged to go for a year. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News, East Palestine, Ohio. The leader of our country did not show up to the greatest catastrophe of 2023. And now he's going to show up because it is an election year. DJ Oakley's a business owner in East Palestine, where Saturday will mark one year since the toxic train derailment. We don't yet know exactly when the president will visit. You know, the frustrating part is he's going to see empty buildings. And because... Businesses have left. You know, right. we're out of our building. Um, you know, we had to move. It was either adapt or die. Fox's Peter Ducey's at the White House. Once residents eventually returned, the EPA tried to reassure them that the air and the water was safe. But there have been a lot of publicly shared concerns about illnesses now for months and the whole time. Even though there have been tons of trips to Delaware and vacations in Lake Tahoe and St. Croix, we've been told that a trip to Ohio was just too much. Well, President Biden says he's decided how the U.S. will retaliate to the attack on a base in Jordan, killing three American soldiers, blamed on Iran-backed militants. Iran warns if it's attacked, there will be a decisive response. And today, a U.S. Navy destroyer shot down another anti-ship missile fired by militants Iran supports in Yemen. The Houthis say they will continue attacking American and British Navy vessels in the Red Sea, acts they claim are in self-defense. The U.S. and the U.K. have launched strikes on Houthi targets in Yemen in response to the rebel group firing on commercial shipping traffic. Fox's Jonathan Savage. House Republicans advanced with a committee vote last night. Articles of impeachment against Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas accusing him of allowing record illegal immigration. All Democrats oppose it, and Congressman Eric Swalwell tells Republicans... Any shortcomings that Mayorkas may have, frankly, are your fault. He's asking for authorities to do more, to have more border agents, to have more resources. The full House will consider impeachment next. America's listening to Fox News. Markets are trembling. Don't be a casualty of economic upheaval. Do what I did and embrace the safety of gold. Talk to the experts at Noble Gold Investments today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. With gold at an all-time high, you need to jump on this. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Looking for top-notch personal protection? The Smith & Wesson Equal is here to level the playing field. Easy to rack slide, easy to control ergonomic grip. It's designed for you. With a 10, 13, and 15 round magazine included, size up for better control or size down for easier concealment. Don't miss out on the opportunity to upgrade your safety. Visit your local dealer now. To learn more about the Equalizer, visit smith-wesson.com. Smith & Wesson, empowering Americans. All capacity sizes may not be available in your jurisdiction. Be sure to check your local laws and regulations. In addition to all the migrants who crossed the border illegally, leading to the Mayorkas impeachment push in Congress, there is a lot of concern about fentanyl and other drugs being smuggled in, and a trafficking network has been busted up. The FBI says 12 defendants are in custody and seven fugitives are still outstanding, connected to an alleged international drug trafficking conspiracy. With this takedown, we've eliminated a major funnel of drugs into our country and also into Canada. 
U.S. Attorney Martina Strada announcing charges against a Canadian national accused of purchasing drugs from suppliers in Mexico and in Los Angeles, using a network of truck drivers to transport them. They would use long-haul semi-trucks to move those drugs up through the United States and into Canada. Officials seizing hundreds of kilograms of methamphetamine, cocaine, and approximately 20 kilograms of fentanyl. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. In two hours, FBI Director Christopher Wray will testify at the House that Chinese government hackers keep targeting water and electricity and other U.S. infrastructure, calling it a big threat. A California teenager is jailed in Florida, accused of what's called swatting. Calling police to falsely report a crime in progress? Deputies in Seminole County, Florida, outside Orlando, now have 17-year-old Alan Winston Fillion in jail. He's been extradited from Lancaster, California, on charges he made a swatting call, posing as a mass shooter at a mosque. He even uses sound effects. The 911 call is disturbing. Those gunshots were not real, but deputies needed to make sure the mosque wasn't being attacked. Fillion is being charged as an adult. In Broward County, Florida, Eben Brown, Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures are mixed before the opening bell and ahead of a Fed interest rate decision later today. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. When was the last time you had your vehicle's fuel system totally cleaned? Did you know that most manufacturers recommend this service to be performed every 15,000 miles or at least once a year to help restore horsepower and your MPG? Well, I've got good news for you. Speedloop offers full-throttle two-step fuel system cleaning services for only $79.95 with purchase of a Pennzoil Premium Oil Change. And they've got five area locations so you can get your fuel system totally cleaned today at Speedloop. Here's a look at your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast today. Cloudy to start, then mostly sunny, high near 46. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 35. Thursday, partly sunny, high 54. Friday, partly sunny, high near 52. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 34 degrees. Your WSOY time is 8.06. Good morning and welcome to the 8 o'clock hour of Buyers and Company. Every week we uh, spend some time with our friends at Millican University. This is going to be a little different for you today. We educational segment. Everybody needs to know about the Illinois Raptor Center. We'll tell you all about it. Company starts now. Buyers and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecator.com. We also have Illini tickets we're giving away, right, for the Nebraska game this weekend, courtesy of First Mid. That'll be coming up towards the uh, end of the hour. Uh, all right, so Wednesdays at this time, we have, uh, you know, you think about the intimate sort of uh, educational experience at Millican. You know, not a gigantic campus. Uh, kids aren't a number. You know, they get a, a really unique experience. Yet there's just thousands of stories to tell. Uh, and uh, it's our great pleasure to welcome into the program Dr. Travis Wilcoxon, who's Associate Professor of Biology and uh, also President of the Board of the Illinois Raptor Center. Uh, before we get to the student experience, uh, I, I know this because Nick's an inquisitive guy, knows a lot of things. He was unfamiliar familiar with the Illinois Raptor Center, or at least the name, uh, it is one of the, I think, best-kept secrets in, in all of Decatur because 
it's something that's like, uh, uh, well, there's certain elements of it that are the, the biggest in North America. How did you get involved in <laughs> this? Well, I got involved because I arrived in Decatur as a professor at Millican, and my area of, wild, of expertise is um, wildlife health and disease. And the Illinois Raptor Center is a large facility that um, admits 400-ish birds a year, but they don't have a veterinarian. I mean, they're a nonprofit organization, and they're doing their best with the resources they have. And when I first connected with uh, Jacques and Jane out there at the Raptor Center and realized that I had a skill set in my own research that matches some of their goals and their mission, um, we quickly cooked up a collaboration that is now 10 years old and uh, has led to us improving their efforts and also getting our students to have some great experiences. Okay, and, and we would definitely want to spend some time yeah. on that. We have a student in uh, uh, who has been spending the summer out there doing that. But but what is it you guys do specifically at the Raptor Center? Yep, so uh, we have four main parts of our mission. The first and foremost is to rehabilitate wildlife and get them back into nature, and we primarily work with birds and, and birds of prey, thus the name Raptor Center. Uh, second is education. Uh, where we go out into schools and we go out and do programs. And just last weekend, we were at Starved Rock doing Eagle Days weekend. Um, the third is to promote conservation. And the fourth is to lead research in our field. So okay. Those, yep. What does it look like? You know, the yeah. actual footprint, the facility, the, yep. the, the the things that you do. So we have a 25-acre property uh, on the west of Decatur on the Sangamon River. And that includes a 39 cage arrangement for uh, education birds that are non-releasable that are used for education programs. And why would they be non-releasable? So they're non-releasable. They were able to survive the rehabilitation process, but they maybe can't see properly. Their eyes are damaged or they can't fly properly. Or some of them are imprints where they um, were raised as babies and imprinted on people so they don't know how to act like a wild bird. Okay. But so they, they live a happy life, just not able to go out and do the nature thing. Very true. They, they're treated well. They're fed uh-huh. every day, and they get to go out and educate the public. Okay. Um, the rest of the facility is about the rehab. So we have a wildlife hospital that is separate from the facility where we have the offices and the education center. And we have flight cages where the birds actually get to go through physical therapy and rehabilitation in those spaces. And that includes the 404-foot super flight, which is the largest flight cage in North America that allows bald eagles to obtain full dynamic flight indoors. Okay. How do the birds get to you? So the public plays a huge role in that. We do not have a rescue team. We do not have enough people or resources to go out every time someone sees an injured bird and go pick it up for them. We have to ask them and rely on them to safely secure the bird in a box or something and show up at our front door with it, which is really one of the only ways we get to interact with the public on our property as it pertains to the raptors. Okay. I'm I'm trying to figure out how I put a bald eagle in a shoebox to bring (laughs) to you guys. I mean, how does that happen? The last time I was there when a bald eagle came in, it was in a uh, 96-gallon garbage bin. Really? That they put in the back of their pickup truck. That is absolutely amazing. Uh, all right. Well, Allie McPherson is with us as well, junior biology major on a pre-physician's assistant track uh, at Millican. Uh, also captain of the Millican volleyball team, huh? Yeah. How are you doing this morning? I'm good. How are you? Good. Tell me about what you did this summer with the Raptor Center. So I tested um, invest, like trade-offs in investment and reproduction and innate immunity in songbirds with um, Dr. Wilcoxon. So pretty much we have like a banding station set up at the Raptor Center, which is like such a blessing for me. Um, and I had a scholarship to do research over the summer. So I met with Dr. Wilcoxon and um, we kind of developed this plan to go out and ban these birds and take blood 
and go and test to see if their investment in their reproduction, so like developing a brood patch in females um, and a cloacal protuberance in males, um, would affect their health. So like kind of. Okay, I'm, I'm, I feel very daunted right now. I, 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 uh, I want to know, first, if we can go back to what a trade-off and investment in immune defenses is. What does that mean? So pretty much it's like, it's it kind of it kind of is like what it sounds like. It's like a trade-off. So it's like you just kind of trade it. So like they invest in their offspring so that they can survive and kind of like not themselves, you know? Okay. So um, break this down. I mean, because these are important. I mean, first of all, these experiences, right? Yep. I, I mean, most people in this area have not even been to your property to have this thing here for students to have hands-on, right? That's that's really cool. For sure. So, yeah, so a lot of what Ali's talking about really is there's a finite amount of energy that any animal has available. Okay. There's resources that are limited. And if they're going to put energy towards one thing like nesting and eggs, they may have to sacrifice something else like their own ability to fight disease and to explore those give and take, those trade-offs are what Allie was really focused on. Right. And as she mentioned, it's a bird banding station. So this is different from the rehabilitation. We set up 18 to 22 mist nets on the 25-acre what, what is bird banding? Yep. So that means when you catch a bird in a net, you extract it from the net carefully, and we mark it with a metal band on its leg that has a unique number to that individual. Okay. No other bird in the country will have that number. And therefore, if it's ever captured again or seen again, we know that's our bird came from here, how old it is. And uh, then that's all lives in a digital space? Correct. Okay. It's, uh, the federal government actually regulates all bird banding, and it goes to a centralized database uh, where everybody that bans birds throughout the country submits their data. It's also a method to track bird populations um, countrywide. That's fascinating. Um, I will also point out that that is one of the ways in which the public can fully engage with the Illinois Raptor Center because the bird banding station is open to the public. Okay. That's something that people can see. Correct. And, um, that's, that's, we can't show off rehabilitated birds or birds that are sick or injured, but the property part where we have the bird banding station is separate from that. And so we actually post our schedule on our bird banding, Illinois Raptor Center bird banding station Facebook page in March and we go all the way through May and People can come out and visit us anytime. I, I think they should. I mean, it really, it, you know, I, there's so many great things that happen under a lot of people's radar, right? And they just don't, if they're not in that world, they just don't see it. You guys you got to spend the summer out there and you've been for 10 years. It's pretty amazing. Uh, what are the surprising things that, that, about birds that we don't know, the rest of us? I think just uh, the pure resilience of birds and their amazing abilities to survive despite all of the challenges that they face in nature. I mean, whether it's a, uh, some of these birds that we study um, that we capture and we put bands on weigh five grams. Right. That's as much as five M&Ms. And that's a bird that's going to migrate. All right. Last week, I'm sitting looking out my, my window, right? My back window off my patio and, and everything was iced. I mean, mm-hmm. everything was, you know, no one was going to school. Cars couldn't get anywhere. And I'm watching this bird on a power line. Yep. And I'm thinking, how do they not freeze? I, I, I mean, you know, it's literally wind chill was 22 below zero. And unfortunately, sometimes they do. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, uh, you know, it's about uh, finding small locations within that habitat that are protected. Um, hunting at the right times. Uh, some of it is some of the other small animals that are also trying not to freeze are out seeking food, so it provides a food resource for the predators in particular. Um, but in reality, during a cold snap like that, there will be a significant number of wild animals that just don't survive. And some of them 
while they're injured and sick end up in our front right. door at the Raptor Center, and we do try to get them back out there. Healthy. But to your point about weighing five M&Ms, uh, you, you know, what is about the feathers and the under, yeah. I mean, that, that is able to keep them warm, as fragile as they are? For sure. So, I mean, it's an amazing, you know, insulatory tool. I mean, that's why we fill our, our coats with, with down. <laughs> yes, yes, I get it. Uh, all right. So um, if someone comes across an injured bird, I, I, I mean, uh, but let's start with the predators. Mm-hmm. Is that dangerous to approach? I, I mean, you know, I think people might be reluctant to go up to a bald eagle. I saw a hawk carry, I think it was a squirrel off the highway coming back from Champaign last week. And you, you have that sort of, they're scary. That is a very, very fair assessment. Uh-huh. Uh, I will tell you that the feet in particular, right. in the end, you want to avoid. Their beaks are great for tearing their food up, but the feet are where they do their work, their best work. Um, and so, yeah, if you're going to try to rescue an animal, it's typically best to take a blanket or a towel and throw it over the individual and then kind of wrap it up safely and then put it into a box directly and then carry it with as little contact as possible with the bird's body. Because if you get grabbed by those feet, it's going to cause damage. All right. Now, do you work with like the the main uh, like I mean the, the the county people or anything like you, you know I know that the, you know do phone calls get made and then somebody from the county picks up something and then gets it to you how does that work Yeah so there are times where someone has an animal that's been injured and it's stuck inside of some kind of space a building or something like that and it's injured in the case uh, animal control may at times deliver them to us or Sangamon County Animal Control sometimes meets us at the county line right uh, and and delivers animals to us um, we have to take a lot of our animals that we can't help immediately because they need surgery, and we take them over to the Wildlife Medical Clinic at the U of I. Uh, so there's so a lot of partnerships. Yeah, lots of partnerships. All right, that's amazing. All right, tell me about your experience at Milliken. Uh, you know, you're a junior, right? Yeah. Uh, and uh, the volleyball team, uh, have they been successful? Yeah, we've been really successful. The past two years, we went to the NCAA tournament, yeah. which has been really fun and an amazing experience. Um, Milliken itself, in general, has been one of the biggest blessings in my life because I like the small community. Like I didn't expect to like it as much as I did, even though I was, I did grow up in a small town. Where are you from originally? Mount Carmel, Illinois. Okay. Um, so like coming here and being able to have like the relationships with professors and like to be able to go in and ask some questions when like anytime I need to, it's just been amazing and really like, exceeding my expectations. Yeah, I, I think it, it's important in life. You know, the bigger schools are charging more, and now they're talking about five-year degrees, and everybody's trying to figure all this out. But you can be a number in that kind of system just by the sheer math, right? When you've got 400 students in a classroom versus, you know, 12. And you get to have that great experience at, on the campus of Millican University. For sure. And, uh, you know, in our biology program, Allie, she had the scholarship that gave her the summer experience, but research is for everyone. Every single student that graduates with a biology degree from Millican has a research project that is theirs and coached by us. We don't have individual personal research agendas as faculty members where we have to get our name on everything first. Our students are being get that experience and that time. Yes. And that's, and that's, that's our model. And that's why the students leave as scientists, not as, oh yeah, I'm a student who studied a bunch of stuff in a book. All right. Now, are you hands on with the Raptors? Yes, indeed. All right. Uh, <laughs> um, so no fear at all. There's fear and there's there's caution. I mean, I we also trap wild raptors. We don't just take the rehabilitated ones. Right. And uh, I have plenty of scars to show that there's times where even your best attempts to remain um, talon-free, you end up with one stuck in a finger once in a while. Yeah, okay. Now, it's not just raptors, though, right? I mean, you work with all birds. Correct. So that's the, the to understand diseases in wild animal populations, you can't just work with one group. You sort of have to work across. And 
the raptors and the songbirds kind of go hand in hand because a lot of raptors do eat songbirds. So when we're understanding the disease dynamics, understanding them in the small birds and the big birds gives us the big picture of what diseases might be moving through their populations. And where do the hawks fall in all of this? Because, you know, we have a golf course named after yeah. uh, one of those, and we, and we see those red-tailed hawks a lot here, right? And so we do. We're very eager to catch a bird, uh, a red-tailed hawk, somewhere near one of those signs so we can take a picture with it. Be yeah. great. Um, <laughs> but there are um, – this is – we have lots of great habitat for red-tailed hawks in particular. They love – what we call edge habitat, where there's a strip of trees and then there's an open field. I mean, you can figure out where you can find those things around here. Um, oh, yeah. But they also like our city parks because even though it's not an agricultural field, it's still an open field. We have beautiful parks in the city um, from the Macon County Conservation District through the actual city park district. It's great habitat even for wildlife in those places. Okay. Uh, your Facebook page you mentioned earlier, that, yep. what's that again? So that is the Illinois Raptor Center Bird Banding Station. Okay. That's what is available for the public to come out and see with Correct. their own two eyes. Yep. And and that would be with me and Jock is out there typically later in the morning when he wakes up. <laughs> and uh, Allie and other students are oftentimes out there working as well. So it also gives our students a chance to interact with the public and, and share their knowledge and their experience as well, which is a big part of um, that performance on the aspect of what we do at Milliken. All right. The uh, Raptor Center opened in 1991, Nick, just in case uh, you're curious. So uh, you would then obviously talk to people, friends of yours back home and, and other people, you would uh, clearly recommend Milliken University as a great pathway. Oh, yeah, of course. It's such an amazing experience. All right. Well, I'm glad you guys this partnership. This is very cool. Uh, uh, and I, I think uh, it's one of the neater things we have in this community that a lot of people maybe don't know about. Uh, don't pick up an eagle by yourself. Uh, call and get, get some help, right? Yeah, we'll give you pointers on how to do your best. You're going to have to do more than pointers if it's in my backyard. Uh, I'm just telling you. Uh, what about owls? Where do they fall into all this? So we get uh, great horned owls are one of our most commonly admitted species. Yeah. Uh, they're very large, so they tolerate a lot of trauma. I mean, they are and they're found when they're when they're sick and they're laying on the ground. People see them because they're so large. Um, but of course, that's also something that stands out right away for a passerby. There's an owl sitting on the ground in the middle of the day. Right. Um, but our owl populations are out here are doing great. Of course, we hear them more than we see them. And when you're out at night, they're they, kind of creepy, right? I mean, they, they, yeah, I mean, especially barn owls. I mean, they re- release this nasty hiss and terrible scream. I mean, they're, they're, they're the stuff that ghost stories are made of. Yeah. All right. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing all this knowledge. Nick, you got anything before we get out of here? I was checking out their Facebook page and then also the Illinois Raptor Center's Facebook mm-hmm. Facebook page. Both are updated regularly. Lots of pictures. Learned about an owl that was caught in razor wire that they're rehabbing. Saw a video to see the facilities. I recognize the work. I, I didn't ever put it to a place. Yeah. Um, and you can learn a lot. I learned it in the last like five minutes, uh, and also to listening to them. So really cool partnership. And I'm glad you get the, uh, alley to get that learning opportunity that mm-hmm. most people just don't have access to. Yeah. Hands on, right? I, I mean, I, I think, uh, the, the great thing about places like Millican University, they, they've embraced, you know, we got to get out of a world of theory and get into a world of like what you're going to be actually doing once you graduate. Yes, and I mean, I I was one of those liberal arts kids. I went to a small liberal arts school, and I thought that was great, and it was. But I also know that, especially in my field of study, watching students do more of the research hands-on and less time just taking some of those other classes is really a strength. All right, that super flight thing. 
Yeah. Uh, is there a video of that? There's up? a video on okay, the, yeah. on their Facebook page, and you can watch the the eagle fly through <laughs> through the whole thing. There's an overview. I mean, it's really neat. Jacques has a really cool place out there, and uh, I'm excited to maybe get down there and see it. All right. Uh, and you mentioned Jane Seitz and uh, Joe Fassett. I mean, you have several people that you work with, you know, that have been instrumental in making this thing go all these years. Correct. Yeah, that's our board. Um, yeah, so that's that's uh, that's what we do. All right. <laughs> Guys, we appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Nick's got your three-day forecast. I promise it doesn't look like it. We're going to get some sun today. About time. Stay tuned. Today, it's going to be cloudy to start and then become mostly sunny as the day goes on. A high of 46. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 35. For Thursday, partly sunny, high near 54. And Friday, partly sunny with a high near 52. Current temperature in downtown Decatur is 34 degrees. Your WSOY time is 824. Retirement can be scary, but only if you're not prepared. That's why AARP created thisispretirement.org. Because unless you've already retired, you're in pretirement and you still have time to plan. Learn about retirement savings options, potential tax breaks, and how you can build savings over time. Visit thisispretirement.org for free resources to help you customize your action plan and feel the retirement fear disappear. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Just announced from Ford, 0 for 60 and 1.9 APR for 72 months on most of your favorite 2023 Fords at Bob Ridings. Hurry, offer ends today, January 31st. Online at BobRidings.com. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. FM experience of both headphones in stereo. <laughs> well, those of you streaming get it. All right. Good morning and welcome. We are uh, back here on an action packed Wednesday. Still got a line of tickets to give away at the end of the show. Uh, Nebraska game uh, this weekend, courtesy of First Mid. We'll be doing that here in just a little bit. That's so cool. I love things. You know, th- this thing's been around since 1991. Yeah, I didn't know about it. Like I said, the the physical part of it, I knew about the bird rehab. But I never, I guess, stopped to think about. Well, it has to be getting done somewhere. I, you know, I'd seen Jacques throughout the years, and and such an enthusiast about birds. And, and you go and look at what they've got built yeah. and the work they're doing. It, it really is very special. Yeah. Well, and by the way, it's a five hundred one c three. If you feel like making a donation or you know helping you you know fund some stuff, that's a they have a, a two dollar Tuesdays where they just yeah. ask for yep. two bucks. Yep. I just don't know how people are so casual holding some of these. Oh, man. Dude, I've seen some scary birds. I have, listen, we went to uh, Alaska a few years mm-hmm. ago. And in Alaska, there's a whole bunch of stuff to be fearful of. Uh, uh, there's a lot of ways you can get yourself into trouble in Alaska. Uh, you know, bears. Oh, yeah. We went on a bear hiking thing, and I thought, okay, you know, they they clearly aren't going to, you know, and then you look down and there's like fish bones like stripped of everything, like like some cartoon. Yeah. 
And like, oh, okay, well, maybe they just put that here to make it, you know. Nope, you're out there with the bears. And then we went on a a boat ride uh, to where the eagles nest. I mean, and soar. And, I mean, so many of them, you can't believe it. I mean, it's such a rare sighting in our world that we yeah. live in. And, man, are they unbelievable. So, you know, the, that wingspan, the majestic, the motions, you know, the swooping, the, yes. the whole thing. Is, it's, and to see so many, like, you know, in one place. Yeah. And I know they took that trip down there. I think we had that on Naticator.com. Uh, so they, they do some cool things that are kind of outwardly, you know, but then there's stuff you can see there physically. But that, that uh, flight thing is so cool because, I mean, we here should be proud of this. Largest one in the United States. Yeah, I was just looking, like I said, for a few minutes on their Facebook, and you see them making speeches throughout the state. You see national media coming and and covering them. I mean, you see a lot of that. It's it's a really big deal, and I shame on me, I didn't even know it was there. No, no, I, I, do. I think it's a lot of people don't. Yeah, now I do. Uh, so kudos, uh, and then to get the hands-on experience for the Millican kids, those biology majors. You know, I mean, that's like <laughs> you can't trade that. Like when you walk, when she goes to. To apply for the next thing, yep. to have that like real world experience at a place that carries some some cachet, and mm-hmm. I mean it's it's so awesome. Yeah, there's nothing better. It's great. It's super. So there you have it. All right, uh, we got about a minute left in this segment, and then we will uh, be moving into the final half hour. Don't forget, line I tickets, Nebraska game, top of the hour. You could win, but you got to be listening to find out. Uh, any predictions on Super Bowl numbers bigger than ever? I mean, yes. you think this will be the mm-hmm. biggest Super Bowl number? Well, yeah. I don't, I don't know if you can say ever, but since the nineties. Yeah. yeah, since the kind of the digital era. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And I would say by tens of tens of millions. Well, if the AFC or the NFC championship game are any indicator, yeah. uh, the AFC game had a 17% increase over last year. Yep. Same Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, and we are talking about a hundred million plus, so I, I imagine twenty million more people. And Vegas, right? Because it'd be the first time there, yep. and, and you'd think about all the cool visuals that go with that. Uh, and Usher, I think, will be yeah. you know crosses quite a bit of age demographic. Sure does. Yeah. No, I'm looking forward to it. I'm stoked. Uh, not so much whatever the Pro Bowl has turned into, but <laughs> there you have it. All right, we'll be back after the bottom of the hour news. A lot to get to in the final half hour. Stay tuned. This is R.J. Crace with your stories now, brought to you by Shop on Main. A proposed bill that would ban certain food additives in Illinois is receiving pushback. The bill calls for prohibiting additives including red dye number three and titanium dioxide. The bill's sponsor says the additives have been linked to serious health problems, including hyperactivity, reproductive issues, hormonal damage, and increased risk of cancer. The Illinois Manufacturers Association argues the well-intentioned legislation would set a dangerous precedent by usurping the role of scientists and experts at the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Nearly $55 million in state grants are being awarded for 111 local park projects throughout Illinois to help communities acquire land and develop recreational opportunities. The Macon County Conservation District is getting $600,000. Harristown is receiving one hundred fifty dollars This is the 37th year of the state program administered by the Department of Natural Resources. More stories, podcasts, and videos at NowDecatur.com. News. I'm Chris Foster. A late night House Homeland Committee 
Security, uh, Homeland Security Committee vote advances articles of impeachment against Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Chairman Mark Green accused Mayorkas of refusing to enforce immigration laws. It's actually willful. This isn't about actually solving the problem for my Republican colleagues. It is about having an issue. Congressman Seth Magaziner urged Republicans to instead stop blocking legislation to address problems at the border. Fox's Carmen Roberts. A Delaware judge sides with suing shareholders and kills Elon Musk's $56 billion Tesla pay package. Kathleen McCormick, in her decision calling the process leading to the approval, deeply flawed, citing the billionaire's close relationship to Tesla's board. After the ruling, Musk tweeted, never incorporate your company in the state of Delaware. Fox's Lillian Wu. America's listening to Fox News. presents Pizzazz this Saturday at Sliders Barn Grill. Pizzazz is Central Illinois' favorite party dance band, and they're ready to see you for an early show at Sliders Barn Grill. Don't miss a fun evening of dancing at Sliders starting at 4 p.m. Grab some dinner, get a butter Bud Light, drink and dance all night long. Pizzazz at Sliders Barn Grill this Saturday, 4 p.m. Sliders Barn Grill, located on Route 36 East Indicator. Here is Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today, cloudy to start, sunny after that, a high of 46. Tonight, partly cloudy, low of 35. For Friday, I'm sorry, for Thursday, partly sunny with a high near 54. And for Friday, partly sunny with a high of 52. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 34 degrees. Your WSOY time is 832. to Fires and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. here on a Wednesday. Thank you for being with us. Uh, if you missed any of the show today, podcasts are driven by the Bob Brady Auto Group and available to you anywhere you get your podcast. Easiest place, just go straight to nowdicator.com. Click on the podcast page. You can get buyers and company by the hour or by the interview. Snack bite size, full thing, however you want it, because we're going to be there where you are with what you want. Yeah, that's true. Always top of mind here. Uh, all right. So have you watched True Detective from Sunday night? No. Okay. I was trying to watch Mission Impossible last night. I got a, a, a quite a ways into it, enjoyed it. And did you, to... did you feel it was a bit campier than mm-hmm. the last it's few? It's silly. It's very like, like the, the thing that you get set out on is like, you don't really have any stake in it. You just trust that it's a big deal. Right. And then, and then you just sort of let them do their thing. Yeah. It's, it's fine. I I, the, I thought the last two or three were so good mm-hmm. that this one, the, the stunts are all yeah. up to level. I just it felt kind of I spy to me a little more mm-hmm. than. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I see what you're saying. I haven't gotten far enough. To- no, it, you're going to be satisfied. I, yeah. I mean, it's not. It's just an observation of. I like I like my movies where there's the big heist. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the fact that we still fall for the seventy percent, seventy two percent stuff that always oh, works right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like a little less camp. Yeah, I was thinking. I had a thought. There was certain a certain scene. I don't remember. Not nothing in 
specific. It was just, I had this thought that occurred to me. I'm like, this is about as good as filmmaking gets, not in an art form, but in the idea that you've got high end equipment, great lighting, great sound, great visuals, great acting, great everything. It's like, they're just really knocking. They, this is, we're quibbling over little things. This is high end, just filmmaking. It's really good at what it's trying to do. Uh, I, and what yes. he's trying to do. No, yeah, no, yeah. I, I don't disagree with any of that. Yeah. But but there's more to me as a fan. Yeah. I don't need all that. I, I will tell you the best thing on television right now is Monsieur Spade. And mm. it may not be everybody's cup of tea. And it feels like going backwards in That's time. That's Clive Owen, right? Oh, he's so on good what, in this. What network is that on? Uh, A&E, or AMC, I'm AMC, sorry, AMC. Uh, you can go, they're all there. I mean, I, I think it was episode three, episode four will be available today. There's five or six total in the series. And it takes, it's a slow simmer, you, you know, but it's building and getting better and better. He is so old school, almost Humphrey Bogart-like yeah. in this show, but it doesn't feel like you're watching. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's beautifully written, beautifully shot. It's, it takes place in France in this small town. There's all this international intrigue. It's rolling it out through flashbacks. It treats you like a smart viewer. Nice. You know, it doesn't have to tell you what it's doing. Mm-hmm. It's just really good. And it's almost the exact opposite. I mean, in fact, it is the exact opposite of like all the things you were describing about mm-hmm. what you love about Mission Impossible. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I get the same satisfaction out of that. I don't need for things to go bang, and I don't need to jump out with the parachute and the motorcycle over the mountain. I mean, right. I love all that, mm-hmm. but I don't need that to be equally entertained I if it's done really well. And, man, I have not been a fan of Clive Owen this much. I mean, I've always liked him as an actor. He is scary good in this show. Oh, great. I, I really like him, so I, I'll tune into that. I've stumbled upon one other thing. I haven't watched it yet. But what I know about AMC is if you screw around and wait up too long, you won't be able to get it for right. free. That's right. They take it away. On uh, Paramount Plus, I was there to watch the Mission Impossible. There's a show that's on episode two that stars Rose Wilson, who is Alice from Luther, and and it and it it looks very intriguing. It's based on a true story. Uh, they're basically saying she's crazy, but she's claiming that taking her kids away. And, uh. It looks really good, and she looks like she's playing some form of Alice from Luther. Yeah. Which, if if you if buy, you know it, what Luther is, yeah. Alice. Yeah. So I'm gonna sure. I'm gonna peek at that. I always used to give Beth Newhoff a hard time. <laughs> Remind me of Alice, <laughs> not like in the murder. There's some way. resemblance in the yeah. face. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So there you have a couple of things, and the NASCAR show dropped. Oh, have you started it yet? I have not, uh, because I'm redoing the rugby show because Lindsay's now decided to watch it. So this is the, the NASCAR is a different. Creating creative team. Yeah, I just met it dropped yesterday or the day before. You get, that gives you something. I'm kind of holding off like that might lead me into Drive to Survive, which is February 23rd. So we're almost there. And to stick with the tradition, Daytona 500 about to kick off. You're seeing advertisements for the race at the Coliseum where they do the NASCAR inside mm-hmm. the L.A. Coliseum. All that. This is trying to get you to whet your appetite for it. And It's smart, in. man. I'm telling you, if I go right down the line. I watched season two of Breakpoint, paid every bit of attention to what was going on at the Australian Open, right? Because it wet the appetite right as the Australian Open context, was getting ready to yeah, start. You know something about it. Sure. Uh, same thing, you know, right before the next season of F1 starts, you know, you're going to have all that, you know, you'll be paying attention. Um, and, and I figured out, I figured out 
stacked in like the order of what I enjoyed the most, why the golf one is at the bottom of the list for me. Because you knew the most. And I figured out by reading the people critical of the rugby show because there wasn't more technical rugby in it. And I don't think the show was made for American audiences solely. It's a global thought process. But I don't, if you had gone into the weeds on the rugby, you would have lost me. Mm-hmm. You told me the human stories. You got me to buy into the, the nationality and the pride and the, in the different stories. sort of, the, you know, the, you know, oh, everybody hates England and all, I mean, all the great stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And if you'd gone for the diehard rugby fan, that's, I think, the only fan you get. These are on ramps. These are not the highways. Yes. Yeah. So when I look at my knowledge, of anything like F1 going in, no knowledge. Tennis going in, some knowledge, but hadn't really outside this, the Williams sisters, right. you know, like been a tennis fan since like John McEnroe, right? Uh, so w- w- the golf, it just felt like, okay, yeah, this is nothing. There's no new information. Now throw me. in quarterback where you're very familiar with the teams. The, that was the, a little different though. Yeah, because it's it dialed in in a way that you didn't know all that. That's why hard knocks works. You have enough framework context, but not the specifics. Yeah. So you're still learning. Right. Yeah. Uh, but in, instead they figured out, but I watch a lot more football. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I know it way more than I do Formula right. One or rugby. But that or show holds up to but you. But that whole, that show holds up because they give me now the behind the scenes mm-hmm. thing of the thing I watched live. Yeah. So you're learning something else in that genre. By the like way, I know they're going to win the Super Bowl, but I don't get the, you know, by watching the Super Bowl, I don't get all that what actually was happening behind the scenes with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Did you see your your uh, favorite kid on the Lions that uh, oh. make that interception? Yeah. Uh, you're like, yeah, you barely made the team, and now you're now you're doing it, man. Good for you. And the local kid, that big kid, the, Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah. Oh my gosh, he's a beast. <laughs> he's unstoppable. Honestly, you just have to like hold him long enough. Yeah, uh, I, I tell you the the rugby thing, which is fascinating. There, there's a kid, uh, a kid, a guy who plays uh, for Italy. Mm-hmm. But he was born in Zimbabwe, but his dad is Italian and his dad's family is Italian. And, and as little kids, they were like kicked off their farm when all those and, and, and forced mm-hmm. to leave the country, gunshots, all kinds of things. And then so he plays for Italy. This dude is humongous. I saw in the first couple episodes, he, I saw some dudes that were like linemen at full speed. Bigger than linemen oh and gosh. faster. I yeah. mean, he's like six six, you know, 285. And not any fat. Oh, my gosh. And you see them when they do the circle, like they Mm -hmm. kind of have this thing. And you go, oh, my God, look at that dude. Stands out amongst big people. Amongst other big people. (laughs) And he got knocked out in a game, in a match, whatever. They say game. Um, And the other big dude who plays for England um, got his mouthpiece out and his tongue. He was choking on his own tongue. And, and this, this is the only time he says he's ever gone through like concussion, like, like, you know, this, cause he's now dealing with it a year later because it happened a year ago mm-hmm. in this thing, right? Okay. And so he's, he doesn't look hesitant to me. I'm, there's like big man ball hitting people hard, you know, yeah. but he, like, there's humanity in this that you don't have to know all the nuances. I don't know why they're cooking from there. You know what? It drives me crazy that I don't know the, the, they call it a football, but when they kick it, they turn it the opposite way we do a football. Yeah. I don't, they point it forward. Right. I, I don't know. 
I don't know anything about it. But I mean, that seems like aerodynamics, like would be the exact, how do you get it up in the air when you've got the point pointing down? Right. And, and they also throw it underhand with a well, spin. And you spark. can see that, yeah, all that, that stuff. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just little things like that. I don't need to know. I mean, I might learn along the way or get curious and then do my own research and find mm-hmm. out, you know, which is fun. You know, one time when I was a teenager, uh, EA Sports, which made, makes Madden football, right. made FIFA and all that. One year they just released a uh, rugby game. And I bought it, man, because it was on ESPN all the time when, back when you could, what is now called Ocho stuff. But I used to watch rugby. Well, they had that when they didn't have the big deal. That's what I mean. Yeah. So, so I bought the video game. Boy, it was fun. I have since forgotten all the rules. Yeah. But it's a fun game. And now it, it may be a, a bridge too far if they do something like on Australian rules football. Then I got to figure out what the raincoats are for and all. I don't. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know how much room I have. Yeah, we had a local woman who played in on our 11s team, or the smaller eights. They call them the eights. Yeah. Uh, Lauren, what was her name? Doyle from I, from uh, Meridian, who really? played on Team USA rugby. Very cool. Yeah. No, there's it's it's fun. Uh, so you can watch all those. I haven't watched the NASCAR, but I'm expecting the same thing. Uh, and, and back in the day when we went and did a show from NASCAR and the race in Las Vegas, and you know, after having that experience for for quite a while, I checked in on that. Yeah, I used to have a Showtime show like Inside NASCAR or whatever. Uh, but now I know I don't know who any of the drivers are. Well, yeah. I've been disconnected for a while. Mm-hmm. So this series will probably, you know, I, I enjoyed the Bubba Wallace one. Yeah, that was a good show. I thought that was great. I went to a couple of NASCAR races. I went to the one at Chicago Motor Speedway, and I went to the one at the Brickyard in Indy. Mm-hmm. And, man, I loved it. I loved the sights, the sounds, the speed. See, I, I just, you get spoiled, and, and this is going to sound like a like a 1% problem, and I apologize ahead of time. It's just when you have the behind-the-scenes experience, meaning you're four feet away from them oh, changing no. those tires. It'd never be the same. It's hard to go back and consume. It's the same for me with the NFL game live. I'm like that with concerts, you know. Yep. It's like, what am I going to do? Just sit here. Yeah. <laughs> the, like when you're when you're there, the the gas yeah. and the smell and yeah. the it is so loud and unbelievable. When you watch like, and I didn't even realize F1 was that much faster than like NASCAR. But you see those pit crews oh, I mean, where you feel like you could reach out and touch them. I've never had that in, in uh, auto racing. It's amazing. That was back when Jimmy, uh, he kind of split his time between Fox and CBS, and he did NASCAR. And I remember at the time um, getting to look at the proprietary tech that they were using. Yeah. Uh, the the in cam, the, the like the dash cameras, yeah. and, the, and then they had remote cameras, which we got to play with. Like mm-hmm. how you, you oh, you that's know, fun. Like I mean, it was literally like something out of a Bond movie, mm-hmm. you know. And that's been a, quite a while ago. Uh, but there were some corners that were considered too dangerous to put human operators. Mm -hmm. So they would have, you know, robotic controlled cameras. And then, you know, you know, with all the stuff that would go in the cars and that process of the cars being tested, you you know, the rules, all the things that you get, like, like, it's amazing. And then he drove me in a golf court, a cart out to show me where all the people had parked. Like the people that were just the fans. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It looked like a CGI effect. Why is that? Because there were so many campers, oh. and, and I mean, it was as far as the, the eye yeah, could the see. Yeah, the sea of people. Yeah. Yep. And I'm like, that's every week? 
Now, I think that's waned a little bit in, in the last mm-hmm. few years, which is why they're smart to go back and start recruiting new audience members. Yeah, and they have good broadcast deals and stuff like that now, too, which, you know, it's cyclical in that way. But, yeah, you're right. It has waned a little bit. I, I think, but but here's where they were smart. I, I told you about the Wall Street Journal article that I read with the, the, uh, the marketing director, mm-hmm. basically, of NASCAR, didn't I? Yeah. But I don't know if I told you that off the air. <laughs> no, we talked about it on here. No, it was after the show. Was it? Yeah. Um, there, there was, I, I thought that, you know, as all these people struggle, uh, in these culture wars, whether you believe it's real or not real, there's a lot of people that like make a lot of noise about it. I happen to think most of the fan base doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are, there's noise, uh, around it. I thought, that that guy gave a, a picture perfect an answer. You read that answer on the air. I did. You did. That I'm certain you no, did. No, we were sitting right here across the table from each other. Oh, are you kidding? Dang yep. it. I know. We talk a lot. It, it, <laughs> it gets confusing sometimes. <laughs> anyway, yeah, they, really they had staggering numbers uh, about the percentage of non-race fans or new NASCAR mm-hmm. race fans that bought tickets in Chicago. That's right. It was something like 60% had yeah. never been to a NASCAR race mm-hmm. before. And they're doing these Bubba Watson street parties where they're giving away vouchers ahead of the race. And they're getting like 70, 72% return rate on the vouchers, which is just in our right. world nuts. Yeah, you want to get people to see your product and then yeah. go, oh, this was great. I want more. Yeah, and then in their new, like, you know, and like in the last three years, meaning like I've been a race fan now for for three years, it's 40% Hispanic and black. Right. And so clearly by taking away Confederate flags, doing something that, that some of your base is unhappy with has become a more welcoming thing to build new audience, right? You yeah. just can't count on just the old being with you forever. Having having minority team owners, minority drivers, yeah. you know, and just a, a different refocusing of how to position yourself as not, ex, not exclusive, um, but welcoming. It, it gives you opportunity. And I think that putting a uh, track on the streets of Chicago where people that don't, you know, venture out to wherever that other Rockford or wherever that mm-hmm. one is go, you know what? I, this is cool. I don't know anything about it. Let me see what this is about. Right. And then they went and had a blast. And then they go dig deeper. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, yeah. I, there's no doubt about it. And that's why I think Netflix in particular has been so damn smart. Now, I know they're getting into life. I mean, with yeah. wrestling and all that. But they found a way to not only help these brands uh, build their audience, mm-hmm. but they found a way to do this and grab a whole bunch of sports fans without paying anything ridiculous like ESPN and CBS and, and the others have to pay. It feels like to me like they're building a scaffolding. You know, Probably, right and now. we'll see in wrestling certainly feels like that's, the first move. Yeah, that's their first big investment. Yeah, I'm sure they're not thrilled that they do that and then the Vince McMahon news breaks the next week, but... <laughs> They survived. They had the biggest Royal Rumble ever. All right. Let's do uh, one last break. We've got Car- or not Cardinals. We will have Cardinals tickets to give away. We have Illini Nebraska tickets to give away. Big Ten matchup uh, at home for the Illini this weekend. And we'll be doing that coming up here in just a couple of minutes, courtesy of First Mid. Nick's got your three-day forecast. Back with more right after this. Today, cloudy, then mostly sunny, high 46. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 35. For Thursday, partly sunny, high near 54. And Friday, partly sunny, high near 52. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 35 degrees. Your WSOY time is 8.50.
What's up, Doc? A brand new medical podcast brought to you by Decatur Orthopedic Center. Join Dr. Sams and Dr. Sullivan as they take a peek behind the drapes into the world of orthopedics. They will explore the newest trends in orthopedics, sports injuries, and musculoskeletal health. These leading orthopedic surgeons will go into detail about surgery, life as a surgeon, and the impacting change of orthopedics. Find What's Up Doc at NowDecatur.com under the podcast section or anywhere you get your podcast. Start 2024 off right with a CD special from First National Bank of Decatur. Offering an annual percentage yield of 5.28, 5.39, and 5.54 for nine months, depending on the product type. For details, visit either Decatur branch at 1688 Baltimore Road or downtown in the Millican Building. You can also visit one of our other branches in Pena, Assumption, Taylorville, or Blue Mound. First National Bank of Decatur, the quality bank. FNBQuality.Bank, member FDIC. To Buyers and Company, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. All right, so I'm watching True Detective. This was the highly anticipated new season with uh, Jodie Foster. And is there a connection to the original season, which had Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey, which was so good. Uh, they stumbled a little bit, came back with one that was pretty good. And then this yeah. one's, you asked the question the other day about, is it getting into the supernatural? I think that's been answered, right? No. No? No. Uh, my, my feeling in the second one was like, all right, I feel like we're back on earth. Uh huh. But, but what you're ignoring is, they are putting all the indigenous people's beliefs in this plot line that you may or not may or may not be familiar with, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, about spirits and, and right. whatever. Uh, uh, last night, uh, uh, they did this throat singing thing that I had no idea was even a thing. Uh, evidently, uh, courtesy of Lindsay, probably through someone's uh, incredibly obscure TikTok account, knew all about it. And I mean, you can find this in Japan and Russia, uh, in South Africa, the early Vikings did did this, uh, but in Canada specifically, right? Uh, and so it's this really kind of almost creepy. It's like a call to spirits thing. But they're also giving you, oh, I fell on the ice and hit my head. So I don't know if I'm actually just knocked unconscious having visions or the visions are really happening. They're giving you that a angle. little bit of both that it could go e- either way. It's yes. like Scooby Doo showing the feet under the, uh, the <laughs> yes. ghost costume. Yes, yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it's like. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know the answer. I think it's really good. The One of my friends has fantastic. a great theory and I think he's nailed it. Yeah. And, uh, and I won't spoil that for anybody, but I'm enjoying the show. I've, I'm behind one episode. Yeah, well, we watched Sunday night's episode last. You still feel night. pretty good about it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And and they're they're also you, you know, it feels I don't know enough to say authentic, but it feels like they invested a lot of time in telling you like, oh yeah, all these people that were here before, you know, before you brought in mines and law enforcement and all this stuff. It's kind of their story too, and this. Not only what happened at the research lab, but the unsolved murder from the past and, and all. It's very tight, I think. And that's all, you know, give me good acting, as you were mentioning. Give me a good script. I, I love how they started out, you know, fourth day of night. You know, it gives you that whole 30 days of yeah. night feel. Uh, and, and you also understand 
that it takes a certain kind of, I mean, not everyone can live in that environment. No. And, and another thing that do really well is there was a scene where they had a, like a drunk lady. I can't remember. Did she hit a pole or something in the first one? And, and everybody kind of looked out the window and goes, Oh, it's all Margie yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that to me was like, okay, that tells me that everybody knows everybody. Sure. And all the things are on the table. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it gives you, it's and a you're very, gonna have like some oddball. Uh-huh. People That's living right. in that kind of environment. But everybody's aware of what the score is. Yeah. And so that kind of gave me the parameters of what I could buy. Into. I got to go back and watch 30 Days of Night. That was oh, such a so good, good movie. It is good. But that same feel, right? Uh, but they're giving you enough that could be explained in other areas. And, and it may end up with some Sopranos thing where you got to make up your own mind. I don't know. I hope not. Yeah, me neither. I want the answer. Give me a conclusion. Yeah. Uh, all right. Hey, we had a great conversation about the Illinois Raptors Center. I think I learned more about that today than I've known my whole life. And you can for sure did. listen to the podcast driven by the Bob Brady Auto Group at Nauticator.com right after the show. Uh, the hourly is available or by interview. You can also find it on our social media as well, or just go straight to the podcast page at Nauticator.com. Simple, easy, and, uh, as always, free. It's priced right. We don't put barriers. It's in. priced to move. Huh? <laughs> no, no. It's priced to just be there whenever you need it, whenever you want it, however you want it. That's what's. Yeah, it's good. We're not like we're not you know doing a sellout blowout sale. We're just this is what it is. We just don't like putting barriers in front of you and the content. Exactly right. Uh, okay, uh, tomorrow, hmm, you know we're going to take a uh, a little bit of time to talk about mental health. And uh, we've got some experts and guests coming in to join us. And I want to get into a little bit about what Governor Pritzker announced this week. The, the trying to, I mean, I, I told you earlier in the week, I, I think it's the right thing. And as, um, and I, I just refuse to use the word telehealth. I hate it. Um, but as we know, with the COVID and the acceleration factor, higher ed, healthcare, all these things, and there not being enough resources, yet we've never been more connected than we've than we are today with the world, with uh, something's got to shake here, right? And and generally government will give you an 800 number or text this thing. I I mean, I think particularly, and and certainly not all mental health is the same, but maybe even talking to somebody you don't know might be easier than talking to people that you worry about, recognize, you know what I mean? Yes. So there's got to be a way all this can fit together. And sometimes it's going to need physical contact and space. But how much of it can be done, or at least initially started, right, on a phone, on an iPad, on a PC? It's just I worry about government and bureaucracy making that harder than it should be because that seems to be always the case. And I'm generalizing, I am sure. But there's enough of it, like the Russians cheating at the Olympics, that there's a there's a reputation. Sure. So I'm excited. We're going to start doing that once a month awesome. uh, because there's a lot out there. There's a lot to cut through. There are there are resources. But sometimes I think it just takes like another human being to convey that to you, whether it's on the show or through the other things the state might be offering. All right. What number caller would you like to speak to today about giving those Illini uh, Nebraska tickets away this Let's weekend? Let's do caller number eight because the game that I'm going to see, the home opener, is actually literally the eighth game of the year. So, so yeah, let's go with eight, please. All right. Caller number eight at 217-875-1340. 217-875-1340. 
40 a pair tickets to see the Illini take on Nebraska this weekend. And uh, that's courtesy of First Mid. They operate our ticket window. Soon it will be Cardinal season, huh? 217-875-1340. We will be back tomorrow morning on a, a Thursday. Uh, as I said before, if you missed any of the show today, just check out the podcast. Among the guests tomorrow, uh, we will literally be talking to Paul Osborne, uh, our friends at Heritage. We'll have our uh, United Way update from Debbie Bogle. I haven't done that for a while. All of that straight ahead tomorrow from 6 to 9. Have a great day. Hopefully we get a little bit of that sunshine and you get to enjoy it. We'll see you tomorrow. WSOY Decatur and W277DB Decatur. WSOY, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. This is RJ Crace with your stories now brought to you by Shop on Main. Former President Trump's name will remain on the Illinois Republican primary ballot, at least for the time being. The State Board of Elections voted unanimously yesterday to dismiss an objection to his candidacy based on the 14th Amendment Insurrection Clause. A hearing officer in the case agreed that Trump did engage in an insurrection and should be disqualified, but the officer said constitutional questions have to be decided by courts, not the Board of Elections. The U.S. Supreme Court is scheduled to hear arguments next week in a similar case out of Colorado. The United Way's Trivia Night is coming up on February 24th at the Hall at 520. Sign-ups begin at 530 with trivia starting around 6. Teams of up to 8 are allowed. The cost is $25 per person. Along with trivia, there will be a heads and tails game and 50-50 raffle. RSVPs are not required, but you... You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.